This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello and welcome to episode 27 of Seagull Social. Uh, I am your host, Maz, and of course I am joined by my lovely co-hosts, Ryan and Ben. It's, mate, it's mad, isn't it, Ryan? 27 episodes we've done. It's just sort of hit me that. 27. That's mad. That's a lot. Cool. That's a lot. Where's that gone? Where's that gone? It's a lot, it's a lot, until you get shot. Um, oh, but hopefully, we get, hopefully we don't get shot. Uh, that would be, be pretty bad. Um, but no, boys... <laughs> oh fucking! Hell. We're off the back of a <laughs> FA Cup exit, even though we were all buzzing. We thought this was the year that we were going to win the cup, and um, all. it's all come crashing down. Really, I actually put a, a bit... tweet on before the game. I was probably buzzing for it. I was like, "Oh yeah, we're going to win the FA Cup." Not to be too over dramatic or anything. No, never mind. Icky Kiacho, well, whatever his name is. Oh. Okay. Well, mate's made a good point though. Like, there's no point in going to the FA Cup like semi-finals like last time because we won't even be able to go Wembley. So it's not the end of the world, really, is yeah, it? True. Actually. We're not missing out we, on much. And then we probably get cheated out by the referees again. So yeah, Carl yeah. Walker, VAL headbutt on Ali Razor. Yeah. Imagine we got all the way to the FA Cup final when they like it was against Man United and we lost an FA Cup penalty to a VAR oh, penalty yeah. even to Bruno Fernandez. That would yeah. just hurt my brain. Oh. <sighs> and then you get, you know the memes like um, cry more or whatever it is with yeah. like Fernandez, oh. Bruno Fernandez. Yeah, that, that thing is oh. so annoying. I remember how many that times I got to send that after that 3-2. Oh, pain. Absolute pain. <laughs> more annoying than Dan Burton. Let's get straight into it. Yeah, yeah. Go yeah. on, Ben. Kick us off, mate. Kick us off, Ben. Um, I felt, okay, so basically lo- last night after I put up a poll being like, question, is Dan Burton ready for this level? And I got a lot of people who said no, but a few people commenting saying this is really reactionary. You know, yeah. when he's our best best player last season, he's only had a couple of bad mistakes. I was like, you mad? Like, I can name so many. I can't write off the top of my head, but I know there is much more than two that's got well, listed. I, I know for um, a fact, what, Leicester was definitely one. Wolves. Um, yeah, Wolves. And then, yeah, last like night, the that's three. The time when he headed the ball away from the goal, I think that was Wolves as well. He's just, he does have those weird things in him. And when he like mm. done that Ronaldinho back heel to Ken Gazunda, Obviously, it was offside, but like it was just laughable, and he does that kind of stuff so much. Yeah. Like, yeah. So people saying that was just a one-off. It's definitely not one-off. Like, no, you no, should know by now. Dan Burton has that in his locker. But I, what I do feel bad is, like, I think looking back on it, there are three options, and I think it could be a mixture of all three. So you could blame all of the people, all of the defenders, like all nine of them in the box for not looking behind and seeing where Kalechi was. You could also say some of my friends made a good point. Christian Walton should have come out and claimed the ball. Would have, could have, should have. I think Sanchez mm. would have done that and come and claim that we see him do it all the time, especially against Liverpool and all the other games he's been in, to be fair. And then also you could just point the blame at Dan Bird alone because it was his man, technically. Mm. Some people say it's zonal marking. We, I we don't know what marking it was. Thing, yeah. But yeah, I feel like Dan Bird was the last man there. He, sh- he, in my opinion, he should have known where he is. At least one of them should have looked around. Out of nine of them should have gone, right, mm. quick corner here. But... I think what yeah. Potter said, he was kind of he was kind of right. Unfortunately, he said the players thought the game was kind of over. They'll relax, and then all of a sudden, the quick corner was taken. And yeah, it was just it just reminded me of a mistake that we would have made years ago. Like that was such a classic Brighton mistake that I haven't seen for quite a while. Well, you right say years ago. <laughs> I, th- I think we we made a few mistakes this, this season. This form, right? yeah, I suppose, yeah, yeah, it's true. But 
I think, yeah, the fact we've been playing so well recently, Carl, I thought, oh, we're actually progressing. We're moving away from those silly mistakes. Even against Newport, we've done it last minute. Mm. That was, I think that was like a Jason Steele blunt. Um, yeah. We have those yeah. mistakes in us still, apparently. Mm. No, definitely. Ryan, Ryan, anything to add on to that? No, you're pretty much spot on, really. It's just, it's a shame when you look at the the nine in the box and there's one, in, there's one Leicester player there. And it's just, Honestly, when I look yeah. at that, it just hurts my brain. Like it actually, I look at that and I'm just like, that actually hurts to see because yeah, there was what how, there, are you referring to that still image, Ryan? The one where it's like yeah. you just see yeah, like you just, there's literally nine players, yellow wall. It's in literally the box. yellow wall. Yeah. Nine Brighton players in the box. There's Ian Acho and then there's Walton. So there's ten Brighton players in the box in total, and it's Ian Acho. That's it. That and they scored. Like oh, seriously, honestly, like yeah. there's ten. It wouldn't hurt so much game. if it was like a. If it was like a 30-yard boomer, it wouldn't hurt as much. I'd be like, yeah, fair enough. That's a good goal. Mm. But the fact we can seize it in such an embarrassing manner just makes it so yeah. much worse. Like, I was swearing to the rooftops last night, <laughs> like bashing but, up but, the sofa. But, Ben, to answer your question, well, you know, the was it the three things? I think it was a combination of all those three things you mentioned. So, yeah, yeah, Walton should have and could have come out. So, you know, he should have been doing that as a, as a keeper. That's his responsibility. Mm. He needs to be that, you know, that guy to, to basically take the initiative. But then, yeah, you could then argue, it's like, we have nine players in the box. How was not one of those people, one of those players, taking, you know, this responsibility to go and attack that ball? And then thirdly, yeah, Dan Byrne, he was, he was left, like, with a bit of uh, egg on his face because he did get caught out. So I definitely think, I think it's a combination of all three. Um, all three mm. things contributed to to what happened. And, yeah, it's just poor. It's just, it's just simply, it's like shame, Ryan said, it? we fell asleep. And yeah, that that first half, we were. I thought we were very good. I thought, you know, we were pretty much outplaying them the whole game. Really, I mean, there were. I know we didn't in the second Outplayed half. Didn't create, in the second half, we didn't create too much. But first half, we definitely uh, had them. I think. I think Zakiri was actually because I'm not going to just come and be negative because let's be like positive. So I'm going to go on the positive yeah. aspect. Yeah, we got, we got called out. The 93 out. minutes of positivity. The 93 yeah, minutes of positivity. Let's yeah, talk about but that. It is though, isn't it? Really? I mean, as I said, Zakiri was really good. I, I know I've been praising him a lot because I don't know, I just for some reason I like him. Taken a, taken a like to him. Um, but yeah, he impressed me. Uh, his running. Yeah, quick feet, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Also and, quick um, feet on the ball. I haven't seen a striker be like that. He's pretty agile like that for mm, a striker. It was good guys. to see. Yeah, that and that just, he'd work great as well. He's just, very, very good at running around and putting pressure on, and I like that. Um, the two Polish boys, I thought Karbovnik was very good, and I thought Moda was very good. So Ben loved that. I was thinking yeah. I was going to yeah. take Ben <laughs> on Twitter, and it was just like, yeah. I need to get a Polish citizenship. Some people probably listen to this probably think I've got some like Polish in me. I absolutely don't. I'm fully, fully English, all English yeah. blood. I, I, just I really like Moda. Moda, Moda looked really classy. Yeah, I, yeah, was yeah, really yeah. I thought he looked very very classy on the ball like little touches here and there like the passing and stuff and yeah he just looked it was a solid debut do you know what I mean like you couldn't mm. really ask no, obviously yeah. you could ask for more but you know he, he didn't <laughs> do anything wrong he didn't you know of course he didn't have like a influential like play but yeah he just looked classy and looked, looked decent so I'm, I'm such really a sick dynamic to have in midfield compared to the other midfields we have like someone that tall mm. and yet he's so good yeah. at the ball mm. Yeah, yeah. it's class. I think he like he's almost like playing centre back towards the end as well. So maybe that's something Potter will yeah. probably be looking at, especially that is well, left footed. Left. We we mentioned it before, haven't we? Like when we first signed him, but like he was he was heavily linked with Bayern, uh, and they pulled out mm -hmm. because of uh, I can't remember what the reasoning was. They like, wanted it, they wanted to keep him. They didn't want to loan him back. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's it. Yeah, that's it. And then who's the other club involved as well? Uh, anyway, it was another big club as well involved. So the fact that you know Bayern Munich wanted him, I think that that says it all. Um, and the yeah. fact we were able to get him. That's and that's also cool. as well, Karbovnik was playing on the right. I mean, he's a left wing back, and he was playing right yeah, wing back. And he did about? really, really well. Alzate was on left wing back, wasn't he? And he did really well. To mm. be fair to him, I mean, like you think about yeah. Alzate, he played centre mid, attacking mid, left wing, left wing back, right wing back, right <laughs> mid. Um, he hasn't played up front yet, so it's probably worth giving him a go. To be fair. Because he's covered yeah. those Can't six positions genuinely so good. Like I don't think Alzate yeah. has ever put a foot wrong in these positions. So yeah, I think he's probably went under the radar a bit, to be fair, because maybe it was yeah. stolen by the likes of Zakiri and Moda. But yeah, he had a really good game actually. Um I know he got subbed yeah. off, but yeah, I, I just like Alzate a lot and what he does. So composed on the yeah. ball. You just yeah, I, I, th I think I think every every club, you know, like historically, like like Man United had like Park Ji Sung, John O'Shea, you know, those utility <laughs> men. Like you know, they yeah. weren't they weren't necessarily the, the most gifted f footballers. And I'm not saying that about Azati because I think he is gifted as a yeah, footballer. He's but I think yeah. every 
you know, every every club needs that utility man who can just, you know, yeah. slot in when, Go especially anywhere. when we've got injuries to, to March and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, literally anywhere. Um, and, uh, <laughs> I did find I, it weird. Yeah, go on, Ben. Go on. I was going to say, I did find it weird that, like like you said, Kabofnik, we know he's both footed, which is unbelievable. But the fact that he's more he's more used to playing left wing back and now Zate is right footed, you'd think mm. you'd swap him on I, the other side. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. I, was, I was quite, yeah, I was a bit confused why they were on different sides. And yeah. when um, I think it was BT put up the graphic of left Moda playing left wing back and I put you put the message into your group chat boys I was like surely yeah. Moda is not playing left wing back I was like having a mini heart attack I was thinking that would be so <laughs> stupid for someone that yeah, tall yeah. like we the whole point of having Dan Byrne not playing left wing back is because he's too tall and then putting really another big Webster's player back. left yeah. wing back again yeah, yeah. I really hope Webster's back but, I mean I don't think he's going to be for oh, Villa but God, yeah. please for Palace please do not have Burn. Oh. please think, I'm sorry yeah, Dan Byrne I, but <laughs> I don't want you playing against Palace mate if, if you want I'll try play I mean, I'm only five foot eight, but I should be able to fit in at centre half, shouldn't I? But no, please. Have you seen who we do have back for uh, for Palace though? Lamptey might Tarek. be back for Palace, yeah. which is absolute Tarek scenes, Lamptey, yeah. absolute yeah. scenes. But my only concern Tarek with that is, right, don't get wrong. Don't oh, don't yeah. get me wrong. Right. I'm buzzing for him to come back. I do want him to come back as soon as possible. However, what I don't want happening is if we rush him back for the Palace game and then yeah. he gets like re-injured, um, and that, that's again, what yeah. I don't want. So I want us to easy because imagine imagine that though he hasn't played for what nearly two months now and or however long it is, and he comes straight in for the Palace game. Imagine he got like I don't know, he lasted twenty minutes and got injured again. It's just like what's yeah. the point? Yeah. So That'd I'd rather have Veltman at right wing back and then maybe have him on the bench and just maybe get him on for the last twenty or something or you know just yeah. introduce him that way. To be fair, he probably uh, won't start. No, knowing Potter to be honest he'd probably yeah. leave him on the yeah, bench yeah. maybe Veltman and Karbovnik on either side and if yeah. Webster's all See, right I'll, I'll, put him I'll left centre back I would love that yeah, yeah I would love so. that I would love that Veltman and Karbovnik it's harsh on Alzate isn't it then because I know we have yeah. to play uh, Aston Villa in between that but you know the way he played at that position I mean, you can't really drop him for it so no you're right I don't know my, my only thing though I think, I think Veltman for me personally is a much more natural on that side, like as a right wing back, because obviously he plays mm. right centre back slash right wing back anyway. Yeah, I feel I like, like he's just a more a natural fit. Yeah, yeah uh, mate, Veltman's been unbelievable. Um, Underrated player. This was it nine hundred k? Yeah, yeah nine hundred k we bought him for, and, it was and he doesn't even get bigged up by our fans to be honest. Uh, Veltman, he not he just well, he really just goes obviously. under the radar. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, as a general we, fan we, base, we, we like yeah, as a general fan base, like he's probably not as respected as he should be because I think. I can only think of probably one or two games he's not been on par. And I think the rest of it, he's probably exceeded expectations. As you say, brought him in for 900k. I know it's a brilliant clause in his contract um, for any English club coming in, any Premier League club coming in. Uh, as testament to his 17 years at Ajax. Because um, apparently he was like 25 million worth at that moment when we signed him for 900 grand. And I think he plays yeah. more like a 25 million pound right wing back than he does a 900 grand one. So yeah, I, I just like him a lot. He's very... Very consistent, I think, is the word for him. Yeah. Mr. Yeah, consistency. Yeah, love mm-hmm. that. Love that. Sorry, um, so going back to someone who isn't reliable, can I, I, I completely missed this. I probably should have said it yesterday during my Dan Byrne rant. Um, <laughs> what have we got here? Sorry. Oh, yeah. I think it was after halftime. Dan Byrne nearly scoring that own goal when it came oh, off his shin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. just like, mate, that is just such a Dan Byrne thing to happen. And I hate <laughs> slating him because like, he does have these moments of absolute class, but... So many moments of absolute blunders. And yeah. just, and I, just, I, also, just, just me... referring back to the whole fan thing as well, um, how like on social media and stuff, because obviously we're quite vocal when we talk about Dan Byrne, like um, on our personal accounts and on on Seagull's social account as well. We like, you know, when, when someone has a bad game, we are quite vocal about it. But I remember some, some guy replying back to us going, oh, um, Dan Byrne is just a scapegoat. And I was like, not really. No, I think that's yeah, a bit he's like, a I don't, I don't think he is personally. I don't think we use him as a scapegoat. We just call him out no. when he has a bad game or if he yeah. does something bad. Uh, I think there's a big difference between using someone as an excuse every time and someone actually Dale doing Stevens something wrong every time. Dale yeah, Stevens yeah. yeah. I think He's that's, the biggest. Yeah, I think that's yeah, a good yeah. example. Yeah, he just that's got a really blamed for example. everything. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> um, people forget yeah. how class Stevens was for us, and I know he's not doing very well at Burnley, mm. but. Like, he just, just blamed for everything. Like, literally everything. Yeah. There could be something he wasn't even involved with. And they would say, oh, for God's sake, Stevens, get him out of the club. I'd be like, <laughs> what? He didn't even do anything wrong. He literally wasn't even involved. <laughs> oh, yeah, Stevens fought anyway. It's just like, oh, get in the bin. Yeah. Um, that's, but I'd say that, Webster's that's one probably thing that does... Are, yeah. Webster's probably our new well, scapegoat, I'd say. I mean, he's probably grown out of it a little he bit He was, wasn't now, he? He definitely yeah. was. He, he was, got yeah. a lot of stick for nothing. Yeah. Um, and people just remember his mistakes and then forget them I, I, when he'd do a last man I'll put my hands up. 
Mm. I'll, I'll put my hands up and I, I was actually at first with website I, I was one of those like I was a bit of a you know sort of blaming him sort of with with the whole sort of general defense so if the defense did badly I'll be like oh it was because of Webster which was <laughs> obviously unfair uh, in hindsight but yeah with Dan Byrne I, I don't feel it is that case it's simply we just call him out when he does a mistake makes a mistake and has a bad game we're not blaming like, everything Burr, on him yeah he just yeah, finds exactly. himself in the worst positions and he's caught out that's what he does and then mm. he d- dives mm. in or he's just completely lost, so he doesn't know what to do. So he runs around a bit like a giraffe, and he's sort of like looking around. And that's that's what Web's that's what Webster, Webster go. Oh, sorry, Burn goes wrong. He just he's just out of position, and then he's done. And it was yeah. that it was that same move every single time. You come into the byline, you stop, you hold it, you turn him again, he's gone, and he's not you're not going to catch him. Yeah. He's just not going to whoever it is, he's not going to catch him. Um, and it's such an obvious remember those move, walking trees from out. remember the walking trees from Lord of the Rings. Remember, like the I massive giant the trees. Rings, but I can that's oh, right. That's what he reminds me of sometimes <laughs> when he's running. No, but we, we mentioned it earlier though. Like you know, the got the disallowed goal for Leicester. That for me, that just summed up peak yeah, Dan Burn. Was, like the way he sort of he like got oh. lost between his feet, and then he sort of looked behind himself, got lost, and then it just pinged to the other. Done a no look back scored. pass to Kengazunda. Just like that. Yeah. Was, like Ronaldinho would do that kind of back pass. Class. Anyway, so let's yeah, get off Burns for me, back. Yeah. I know he didn't have a great yeah, one, yeah, yeah. let's get off him now. Yeah, let's, also, let's, we'll, we'll leave him alone. Um, it'll be a good opportunity because speaking of people jumping on people's backs, let's do Percy Cam because I've seen a lot of, oh, yeah. like, quite a lot of hate for Percy Cam saying he's useless. Mm. But in my opinion, I just don't think the way we were playing was beneficial for him. Like, mm. I don't. He was feeding off scraps similar to Zakiri. I just don't think we were kind of playing to his game. Like, no balls kind of through to him. Maybe because less long balls up that to way. him as well for five yeah. foot and he, What's he going to do with that? Yeah, what, what's right, he going to do fair. with those kind of those kind of balls? So I'd say the only unfair to. Yeah, sorry, the, the only criticism I'd probably have is his inability to hold on to the ball. So if he did, when he did get the ball, he was very prone to just giving it straight away very easily. And I'm yeah. not going to get on his back yeah, because, as that. I say, it is still early days with him. He needs to settle, but. Yeah, he did give it away too many times. And to be fair to the uh, South Africans on Twitter, they were like saying, yeah, he, he was very ordinary tonight. And I think, to be honest, though, yeah. in the first half, he looked pretty good, I'd say. Like him, Zakiri were linking up quite nicely. Yeah, they um, did. He had a few like little tricks and was beating quite a few players. Second half, it just just didn't look on the same level as anyone else, unfortunately. Other, but... than, the, other than the assist he got for Zakiri's offside goal, Think like mm. the little through ball Zakiri's little dink over the keeper, which mm-hmm. was unbelievable, by the way. He got the yeah, so that was probably the best thing he'd done in the second half. But I think yeah, that's the thing, I, I, right. I, I don't think he had a clang, like he didn't have a clanger, he wasn't like the worst player on no, the pitch, no, no, no. but he didn't, like, like, like you said, he didn't do anything to sort of warrant giving him a sort of a praising review. And also, Brian, the, the point you make about him giving the ball away, I think that's that's spot on. It was with the uh, what game was it? Uh, a couple of games ago when he came on as a sub and I remember we were saying like he just gave the Leeds. ball away um, he just yeah. kept that's it that's it Leeds Leeds game and I feel like yeah similar to that like at times he sort of he'd get the ball and then yeah like you said Ryan he'd just give it away and it's just like that that's, yeah. that simple you know the simple side it's of experience the game. in the Premier League though isn't it that's what it is it's mm. knowing it's just knowing what to do in those moments and at the Leeds game we said you know you're bringing on someone for one of their first games for the club against Leeds you're 1-0 up you need to grind it out he doesn't maybe know that no. to that level. I mean, they always. I mean, you ask any player that when they come into the league and from a, from a foreign country, and they always say that the biggest thing is the physicality of the prem, and that's what gets them straight away. They realise, oh my god, this is actually serious mm. stuff. And to be fair, mm. look at Alexis McAllister. He took a long time to settle. Tarek Lamptey as well. Mm. I know he didn't come from a foreign club, but uh, Alexis McAllister yeah. is probably a best one. I mean, look at him now. Last last night again different class when he comes on you can just tell he's got that about him um and when he come over at first i I saw he had an exclusive on the club actually um and he come he said he come over and not many players can or do come over from south america straight to the premier league they normally go to like spain or something because it's sort of similar to what they they're used to um so yeah he said that the jump is just so different uh the culture weather like those sort of things you don't really Mm. think about like you can imagine i mean it's like if we went to go live out in um argentina on our own at 19 20 years old you're oh, gonna be yeah, like well this is a big yeah, change yeah, so yeah i completely I do, I do agree with you ryan you know in the famous words of maz i do agree but <laughs> on the flip side <laughs> on the flip side um, devil's i do think though. you know he, <laughs> yeah to play was advocate um he is 26 so it's not like he's a 19 year old 20 year old yeah, like, yeah just fresh you know fresh room so 
I do get what you're saying, 100. percent You know the cultural side of it. You know, coming, you know, he's a South African guy. He lived in Belgium before, and he's come over to England. So like, it is, it's definitely a, a cultural change. I'm not disregarding that. But at the age of 26, I think in terms of his skill set, in terms of the player he is, I, I think really how much more development is he going to have with regards to like yeah. I think what we see is what we get with him like now. You know, how much more is he actually mm. going to develop and like add to his game? I think that's my only maybe drawback. You know, at this age, even now. You know. I hate to compare him to Neymar, but even Neymar literally said that like, a few weeks <laughs> ago. Neymar. He, Neymar and Tao, I know. But Neymar even said, he, because he was asked, are you ever going to play in the Premier League? He was like, absolutely not. He just said strictly, like, no, there's no chance of me doing that because of how physical the Premier League is. He was like, it just mm. wouldn't suit my game at all. There's no so, point in me it goes to show joining the Premier League. So like, there is there is a down? case for that. Should he be down as one of the best players in the world then? If he can't what? hack Neymar. it against a, a physical club? I mean... Do you remember when he played against Liverpool? Milner absolutely bodied him, like literally, completely sent him. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just yeah. complete different. Oh. <laughs> I mean, welcome to. Was that the same game when, same so game when just... Messi nutmeg Milner though? Was it the same game yeah, when Messi yeah. nutmeg Milner? Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, that was, that was unbelievable. By the way, um, just, just quickly, Messi, I know this yeah, is completely. Uh, uh, sorry, just quickly, uh, unrelated to, to the to Brighton. Just quickly on the whole Neymar thing. Have you seen he's now mysteriously injured again for uh, a month, leading oh, up mate. to his sister's girlfriend, sister's, uh, sister's girlfriend, sister's, sister's birthday. Base, yeah, um, yeah. Weird, and this is basically his girlfriend. Seven years in a row this has happened. Seven years in a row he's had an injury uh, a couple of weeks oh, before mate. his sister's birthday. I mean, if that ain't sus, I don't know what it is. But anyway, we got to stop it. Go, go, bring it back, Ryan. Bring it back. What were you saying about... Um, um, <laughs> yeah, the physicality. Um, uh, yeah, physicality. So, yeah, I think with Tao, yes, you can say um, he wasn't the best in that second half. But, look, I think it's early doors. Uh, he wasn't awful. Um and I just think it's going to be one of those he's got to settle. Bear in mind, we were playing Leicester, albeit a, a second-string Leicester side, but it was Leicester, regardless how you look at it. Yeah. So he was playing still, up against Soyuncu. You say second-string. So. Yeah, you say second-string. They still had, yeah, like you said, yeah, they had Soyuncu, Tillemans, um, you know, Ian Atchou's yeah, in and around that team. Yeah. You know, they still had, had decent players on the pitch. So it's not true. like we played, you know, their, their youth team or whatever it might yeah, have been. Both teams uh, had made seven changes, which was quite something. Yeah. Both exactly yeah, the same no, changes. And ratings, boys. Ryan, let's start with you. What, what are you giving uh, Percy as a rating out of 10? Uh, first half, he's probably a good six. I'd say second half, maybe a five. I think it'd be fair. So 5.5 um, altogether? Yeah, five and a half. Be all right. Five and a half. He wasn't. He wasn't bet, bad. Bet. He just didn't really get the ball much, to be honest. Yeah. Like it wasn't like yeah. he really had the ball. So, yeah, five and a half. Yeah, I'll probably five say. Yeah, I'll be I'll, kind of similar to Ryan, but I'm, I'm going to be a bit more uh, lenient, give him a five point eight. <laughs> five point eight. <laughs> five point eight. Zero point three really makes a big difference. Yeah. <laughs> Huge difference, know, mate. Because that, that six gonna... is a that six is a pretty hefty uh, rating. So five point eight. Well, I'm, I, I, do you know what, Ben? I'm going to go controversial and go six. You know, give him the benefit of the Oof. doubt. Give him a six. Uh, Hopefully, yeah. he's listening. Actually, That's going to be a massive confidence boost for him. As I'm going to say one thing actually, because I saw. Someone put on saying that Tao's a complete donkey and it had like 100 replies from South Africans calling him racist. And I think South Africans think that he meant like monkey is what I think they thought he meant. But like oh, that's not right. what... So like for South Africans, if you're watching, we just call people donkeys. Like if they're just like pretty clumsy. <laughs> it's like what... Yeah, <laughs> like people say donkey. Or Radamel Falcao. He, he was a donkey. I remember him being a donkey. Yeah. We don't mean like racist terms or like saying, oh, he's... He's a donkey, or like we're not saying he's a monkey or anything. That, that's okay. not what he was meaning. He just yeah. said donkey. So yeah, like for, if you're a South on the African subject, watching, wasn't a racist comment. It was just a yeah. On the subject of Percy and South Africa, still, how funny! As soon as Percy Towers announced in the starting lineup, how funny is it that the following tweet was: "You can get free shipping South yeah, Africa yeah. Percy Towers <laughs> shirts that. now." Martin I was like, genius, that. Mate. that was amazing. Martin yeah, genius, play. Fair play. Paul I, Barber, bro. I mean, listen, I think you can capitalise on it. Fair play to him. I, I'm all for it. You know. And then um, Danny's friend of the show, he uh, tweeted. He was like, "Oh, finally, we can have a can afford a new striker now." I was <laughs> like, "That is that is gross." <laughs> I think I did see Fingers that. Fingers crossed. Very good tweet. Very good tweet. Um, and then, of course, yeah, and then we, we have discussed it, but um, yeah, they got their 94th minute winner, which basically ended all our dreams and hopes uh, of an <sighs> FA Cup glory. And, you know, going to Wembley. Well, we couldn't have gone to Wembley, but watch them on a telly. Um, so, yeah, end of the journey. Yeah, what do you, what do you think fair. of the... In terms... Yeah, that would have been dead, wouldn't it? Imagine team. we got to our first yeah. ever FA Cup final. Well, no, so not first ever. Second ever. Uh, FA Cup final. And we just... Weren't allowed to go. Couldn't even go. Be, or even even won it. the FA Cup. 
but and then we yeah, wouldn't have to go. Like, it still would be yeah, class yeah. winning it. But so, yeah, fact ba- that no basically, what we're trying to say is we don't we didn't care anyway. Like you know, what, yeah, didn't anyway, we would have yeah. been able to make. To be fair, if we <laughs> got to the final. We would have been able to make some key rings and banners and, and pens yeah. like Tottenham did. <laughs> like Spurs. Oh, that is embarrassing. Did you see that? Oh, that was actually the Carab- Carabao yeah. Cup finalists. You can buy pens, oh you can God. buy like sheets, and you can buy. To be fair, you got to respect the grind. If you're trying to make some money, you know, I've got to respect. Unbelievable. But it's, it's just, it's just uh, Daniel Levy. Daniel Levy to a T. Like any way to make oh, and a money. Magnet. Yeah, you buy any a magnet, way to make saying Carabao you know, Cup money, finalists. Like, what is yeah, going on, mate? That's that <laughs> I'd love to see yeah. how many they actually sold because obviously, like, there will be a few Spurs fans that have so much Spurs memorabilia. So I'd love to see how many people actually bought it because yeah, it's just embarrassing. Yeah, that's mm. shocking. That the thing is, though, on the whole sort of FA Cup run, though, just for my my end, I'm actually like, I'm not dis- I'm not gutted really because I, I as long as we stay in the, for me as long as we stay in the Premier League for me that's the like the number one priority. Yeah, that's the goal. Like, you know, yeah, that's the goal just to keep in the Premier League. And then now that we've got this sort of settled and exciting young squad, I think for next season then we can like okay right yeah now let's go on a cup run let's you know solidify our you know let's be stable in the Premier League then go for cup runs. I just feel like with us you know languishing at the bottom at the moment and you know well, to be fair we're not actually anymore but when we were I was a bit like well do we need a cup run to sort of distract us but I don't know what you boys think let's start with you Ben like do you do you agree with that or would you have wanted to see um, a, a proper cup run? I wouldn't yeah I think it would have been nice a bit like just being in the quarter final you know you never know who you would get well if obviously if we won last night we'd be in the quarter final last day you never know who you'd get and then you could potentially then be in the semi-final if you get yeah. a lucky draw so I think I don't it'll be interesting to see who Leicester do get in the next round um, next year can we get do a cup run I, I don't see why not especially if we see this improvement continue I don't see why why we can't like if we fingers crossed finish mid table and then do a little cup run that'll be a successful season in my eyes 100% yeah 100 Ryan yeah I would have liked it but is what it is, isn't it? Really, it's not going to happen. So, just got to get <laughs> over it now. Move on to move on to Villa. Yeah. Um, and I Villa. think you know, it's, it's going to be a tough game. But I do think you know it's there for the taking. Uh, we we beat them at yeah. Villa Park earlier this season. And um, actually, one thing I was going to say on the back of the last game was, you know, it was very impressive with how well our second team played and how their ability to be able to kick the ball around first touch and sort of just one touch mm. football, I thought was really good. Um, I know that's the manager's job, but at the same time to drill that into, you know, as deep down as the second team, even some of the third team players, you know, if they can have that ability, then that goes to show just, you know, how much we are really going by the philosophy of the club and like mm. trying to cement that sort of, you know, one touch passing um, ability to break down a team. You know what I mean? So I think it was, um, yeah, a lot of positives to take from it. You know, as I say, we, we're against the Leicester side of, you know, with their second team and our second team, you said they both made seven changes. You know, that's pretty impressive on our part. And you think about the average age of last night. I'm not sure what it is, but, you know, it must have been very young, you know, back to front of our mm. team. We were a very young team fielded. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm positive about it. Um, but then I've been positive for weeks now. So people are probably going to think I'm <laughs> going a bit insane. But no, I'm, I'm, I don't it's been mind working though. Yeah, no, I don't, no. To echo, yeah, to, to echo what you said, Ryan. I think in terms of the the squad depth, I think that proved it last night to make seven changes and still really compete with Leicester. I know, I know. Again, they made seven changes as well, but to compete with a, another, you know, very good Premier League side with a second string and and like the likes of like Shakiri and well, Kabovnik and Moda making their debuts. You know, these players aren't, haven't played that much this season, so that's another big mm. factor as well. Um, so yeah, I, I, I thought it was really impressive the fact that with a second string team and you know against um, was it against Arsenal as well when I, we played our second string team we we what we narrowly lost and it just yeah. shows that like every time we play these sort of uh, you know second string and reserve players they're still doing the job so for me that's all positive signs and gives me a lot of hope for especially next season like if we can start with that base squad have those like unbelievable young players coming in through like the Saicedos and Ostergaard coming back from Lone Roberts you know all these other people Clark from Derby you know we're going to have a really exciting and mate we're going to have so many players that I just don't know what we're, yeah. how we're going to fit them all in that's going to be the, the tough a lot did you guys see that exactly. graphic from the Athletic they done which is pretty cool Mitch no, did you see, like, the, it was like our depth, it was like our squad, but all the depth oh, and like yes. how many years yeah, they yeah. left on the contract and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize Solly March only has one year left, but I think he had an asterisk, which meant that he has a automatic one year extension mm. clause. Yeah, yeah but will. there were there were a few players in the red there that are all kind of edging on one year now. I think Basuma's only on two left, which will go well, which summer, probably anyway, 
Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he, if up. he doesn't go in the summer, then it could be. Well, we don't want to sell him for free. That's for sure. Well, not sell him. We don't want to yeah. lose him for free because that would be re- stupid business. Yeah, we'll probably go soon. Silly business. Silly. Boys. But um, that was sick seeing uh, on the bench, though, wasn't it? Because we, from what um, Brian Owen said to the Argus, he was saying that Caicedo is basically in pre-season mode, so that like, we won't see him for mm-hmm. two months. But then, well, Potter said that as well, didn't he? So then to have him on the bench for Leicester a few weeks after signing him was quite. Quite strange. It was a bit of a surprise, to be fair. Do you, do you reckon that was just for like, sh- not for show, but like, it was just to be like, you know, to appease the fans? Just like, oh yeah, lads, like, don't worry, he's here. I mean, it, it um, excited me, yeah. to be fair. Yeah, Actually, yeah. on, the, on they that, got, they got on you. That, <laughs> they did get me. On the uh, Casado thing, I've got a little bit of a story. So, oh, obviously, we know Matty Rock. Ben, I love it. Go story on. time with Ben. You know, I, I know my houses and all that stuff about the players and that. I think I've had a yeah, few. Which is a, a bit we've weird, had a few, but go on. a few stories of Matty Ryan and that. <laughs> Basically, so obviously, Matty Ryan's moved out and he's moved to. London in Ars- uh, for, Ar- for his Arsenal move or whatever um, basically uh, apparently Caicedo and Alzate went round looking around his flat uh, Alzate went with him and uh, <laughs> apparently it's just really weird like so you had the player liaison the female I can't remember what her name is she was there like showing them around the flat with the landlords and like apparently after a while like the landlord was kind of like thinking how is this like 19 year old kid from Ecuador going to fend for himself like apparently, like I said, they really wanted to move in with Alzate, but Alzate was like, "No, Charles, mate, I've got my own place." Um, and he was just like, kind of begging, like, "Please, let's live together." Um, yeah. And then eventually, like after like five minutes, they're like, "Here's the TV, like sixty inch TV." And for the whole time, like whole tour around the flat, Casado just like watched Sky Sports for the whole time. And, like it was just really weird. <laughs> and then so Alzate was basically looking around the flat, potential flat for him, even though Casado was just sitting there on his on his own. Like, but God, it is a bit weird. Like you don't think about it. He's probably live with his family in Ecuador from mm. all this footage we've seen he seems like a pretty family man like a mm. proper a proper teenager really and yeah. then to just suddenly move to a whole new country whole new culture like we were talking about earlier and just living on your own suddenly that must be pretty yeah. mad yeah it's my like, it's a bit like of a jump. going now to Ecuador yeah. like god yeah. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. picture that yeah that's, now. that's nuts like, but he hey, needs I to go to some like service Ecuador. apartment like Carbofnik has which is basically like you get like it's almost like a hotel, but in, a, in apartments, basically. Yeah. But um, the flat where Matty Ryan lived, like, Lallana's literally right under him. So if Caicedo does move in there, then Lallana could hopefully, like, take care of him and, like, drop mm. him to training and stuff. Which would be quite that cool. Mate. If he could learn a few tricks around Lallana and mentor him like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, we're doing quick just... turns in no time. Quick turns, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, oh, God, not you as well. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But it is, it's just a bit mad, like, just thinking that these 19-year-olds just get, like, you know, they sign for a club. You just forget about it. You don't actually think where they're living or how well, they do fend for I, themselves. Um, my mate, who's well, he lives in Storrington here and um, he plays for the Arsenal Academy. So he's what? He's just turned 16 and he had to move out at, yeah, 15, 14, 15. Yeah. So they, he goes they go and lives into in London. Digs, I'm not do sure. Do The Academy do. Yeah. My, my mate, my mate yeah, has probably. a few uh, Brighton players at his place. Mm. Like yeah. A few of the 16-year-olds. I mean, he's at the Arsenal. I think he lives in London now um, and he's what, two, three years younger than me? It's just like, it's yeah. just mad. Um, mm. You know, you can't, you could not even imagine that. Me at 16, thinking, you know, you've got to go move to yeah, London on your own and, you know, be on your own. You've got to think, no, you know, that's yeah. a whole different ball game, isn't it? At that age, that, that's, uh, that, you're doing that, your GCSEs that, in London. You know, it's like, yeah. it's mad. That, that's the harsh, what, what, sort of like, well, no, not the harsh reality, but the, like, the stark reality of professional yeah. football. It's like, so mm. like, like you said, Ben, like, you know, moving out of that such a young age. And then, for example, right, let's say, for example, this 16-year-old kid has left, you know, gone to, uh, you know, your mate, Ryan, let's say, let's use him as an example. Let's say he's gone to London, he's playing for the Arsenal Academy, but then let's say he doesn't get his offered his professional yeah, contract. Exactly. Like, imagine the world, like your world must, you you know, you don't know anything but football and like, you know, you've, you've, made, mm. you've made all these sacrifices and all that stuff. And then, unfortunately, we've seen so many cases, that, you know, rest in peace, there's a, you know, a couple of young footballers who've Crawley taken their alliance because... It? Yeah, Crawley, Crawley and the, the Man City player as well, um, as well. So, you know, you see, and unfortunately, it's just like, yeah, the harsh reality was like, and I think that's one, one thing, like, without getting sort of too deep and political about it, I think, like, there should be a system uh, in place by the FA or wherever it might be to give, like, a support system. So, like, once these players get released and whatnot, um, you know, the, the FA can maybe send, like, a, um, an ex-pro who's or someone who's been through the same scenario, but, like, right... You know, this is what I did. This is what happened to me. But I've, you know, come through it that way. Because was it um, Tom Dolan plays for Blackburn? Uh, he's he's best mates with the Man City guy, and he done a really good oh, interview really? recently. Yeah, he done a really really good interview oh, saying basically that, yeah. how um how he just wants to basically if I can offer advice to one person is you know I got released from I think it's from Preston. He got released from Preston. He's like, look, now I play for Blackburn first team, so like don't give up kind of thing. And you know he mm. he spoke from his experiences. So if he can pass it on to other players, 
why not kind of thing um, and I think it should, should be some kind of like community of footballers where they can go and speak to these young lads and just be like look it's not the end of the world and you can come back from it kind of thing because um, that is their world isn't it you know mm. yeah I was going to say with uh, our uh, training ground at Lansing I don't know if you've been like around it before but um, yeah I saw just how incredible the youth uh, facilities are I'm not sure if this applies mm. to everyone in the yeah, Premier League yeah class but the facilities there, so they've got, for those who don't know, they've got a wall at the back of that room, like the main reception sort of room where they eat and everything. And there's like a um, big wall at the back and it's got everyone who's graduated up and made their debuts professionally. So say Ben White, Lewis Dunk, etc. They're all at the back with like their date and when they did it, it's just, it's that's that in itself, you know, that would be amazing. And then I think they've got like an education room as well. So, you know, it goes up the years. So from like nine, 10, 11 year olds to then, yeah, sort of GCSE age. So you're 13 to 16, I think it's GCSE age. And then if you want to go and I don't think you'll probably be doing further education by that point, but there is, I think that there as well. So that's really good how you can still be getting sort of like your maths, your English, your science and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Sort of necessity. Yeah, they do the education properly. Yeah, yeah. That's like really, really good because it's just like, you know, let's face it, if you are a young player, the chances of you making it is still so low, even if mm. you get to the under-23s. Yeah. You, your chance of making it at a, prof- a professional club is still very low, you know, you've still got a long way to go. Um, so I think that's a good way of doing it, you know, keeping them educated, making sure, I know it's hard to think of a plan B when you're so fixed on your plan A, but... Yeah, they, they don't want to think of it, that's the thing. Yeah. I was even going to yeah. say that they should teach them skills, like teach them trades, like how to do carpentry, for example, but... Mm. Obviously, one, they probably don't have time to do that because, let's be honest, even if you're a 14-year-old kid in academy, you have such a busy schedule. You do your normal school, then you play for Brighton, and then you have your education there as well, and then mm-hmm. you have training. And just It's True. constant. You probably don't have time to learn those kind of yeah. trades, if, especially if you want to compete with the other clubs. Unless the FA make a rule where you're like, look, or even FIFA, well, probably wouldn't be FIFA. Let's say the FA, for example, if they say uh, two hours a week, you have to they have to learn a new skill or they have to... Learn a learn a yeah learn a skill just and for that one season they have to learn a skill as well as their education as well yeah yeah I think. yeah no definitely I mean it's like I, even, I just I, what, go on oh, sorry I was gonna say it's like even me now it'd be like saying look you got to focus on something else other than football because like, all I want to do is go into this football media world that's it that's all I want to mm. do mm. and like yeah. I could easily just like easily not do it you know it's still I'm only like it's a long way to go I'm not even close to being there yet. And it's like, you know, that could fail. <laughs> it could. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it genuinely could. And I, I don't even have a clue what else I want to do apart from in this world. Like, media is literally all I've ever wanted to do for years. So I couldn't even imagine doing anything else. And that's probably the wrong mindset to have. That's, yeah. I don't know. I was, I was about to say, <laughs> that's just that, how it is. Yeah, no, I was about to say, that's, I think that's exactly it. Like, you, you touched on it as well, Ben. It's like all these footballers I think they're just very which is good obviously that they're very like sort of tunnel vision it's like I, I need to become a professional footballer that's it like, will, that's my yeah. only yeah and I will but I just looked up and it's uh, the percentage of players that make it is 1% it's under 1 isn't it um, yeah, from, yeah. from yeah, yeah from the so when they enter the academy at the age of 9 less than uh yeah, one percent make it. So yeah. that just that just speaks volumes in itself. Like ninety nine percent of players from an academy of age of ages of nine will never make it professionally. And like to mm. to know that's your chances is, is must be quite daunting. Like mm. you know, yeah, at least it, mine isn't it, that the pressure. Of pressure on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Media I, th- I think media is about <laughs> yeah. Should be if, right. Ryan, Ryan, if I if I made it, if I made it, anyone can. <laughs> yeah, anything's possible, mate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, even anything, even like teaching them how to edit videos or edit like photo like or photoshop mm. for example then if even if they don't make it professionally like an actual football they can still work in football like work in the media department for the club where they're old enough yeah if they learn how to edit pictures or True. edit yeah. videos like they have some Speech decent skills there to, to be able to media all that stuff i hope they need to show this podcast to the uh, Brighton Up album youth team. Yeah. We need to yeah. yeah. Everyone, everyone yeah. listening to this is going to be like i'm not a brighton player like why are you telling me this is it's interesting right to talk now, about you're in the under 18s yeah. or something yeah. and you're not sure if you're going to make it or not you have a bit of self-doubt come on the podcast we'll have a little yeah, chat we'll get we're going to get, we're gonna, we're gonna get you into the business world or something like that <laughs> come on we got you we got you but no honestly it's, it's a really interesting it's a really interesting subject and we could ramble on about it for, for days on end and we, you know, maybe we can even do a sort of separate episode on that it'll be quite interesting um, but yeah just going moving on just just in terms of uh, Brighton uh, we will see yeah we've got Villa coming up so you know Villa they've been a bit 
for me personally, they've been a bit um, up and down, really. Like they've had some amazing results. Obviously, you know the one that sticks out to me is obviously smashing Liverpool seven uh, nil. But then they've had like you know fair results that have gone you know not gone their way, and their, their form's a bit sort of up and down. They win one game and then lose another. Like you know they're a bit inconsistent mm. at the moment. So I'm you know I'm quite hopeful with with you know a few players rested. Um, I think we can go into the game quite confident. I don't know, Ryan, what your thoughts are. Yeah, I think so too. I just think, as I said earlier, I just think it's. We, they're there for the taking, you know, because we're not we're not a bad side, you know. We beat them earlier in the season. We're on a good bit of form. Yeah. We're still unbeaten in the Premier League in what five six five games. So, you know, it's it's there for the taking. You know, we saw last night that our um, supposed second team can you know run around for ninety minutes and do a good job. So that's in itself, you know, quite pleasing to think. You know, if it does come it come to it, we've got to make some subs against Villa. We've got a lot of depth, and that's what's very important, I think. So, mm. yeah, I think I think just go for it. You know, it's there for the taking. I've said you know too many times now. It's going to get uh, caught up on. <laughs> that's going to be your. That's going to be your saying, isn't it? Yeah, I didn't even realise I was saying it till then. But yeah, I think we can do it. You know, so you see. You know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm probably not as positive. I don't. I, I don't know. I, I do. I like watching Villa, and I think they're a pretty decent team. And I think like. Similar to us now, they play their they play like the same team same team week in week out, um, yeah. and it's, it seems to be working for them. But I know what you're saying, as that some weeks they will go and have a really good performance and win a deep by a decent scoreline, and then suddenly they will lose a game, and you just think well, well, yeah. there isn't much consistency so, sometimes. So go, so go, just going through their fixtures, like their past. So let's start with Man United when they lost two one. They lost against Man United, lost against Liverpool, lost against Man City, which obviously a very hard run. Then yeah, they beat Arsenal. Newcastle, then lost to Burnley. Beat Southampton, then lost to West Ham, and then beat Arsenal. Very so literally, by going by their form, going by their form, they're actually due a loss. So we're <laughs> going to win. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's confirmed. It's confirmed. Spot yes, what the pattern? I, do, I like according I to like the pattern. I like I like Barkley. I like Grealish playing together. Obviously, Ollie Watkins is a big fan of him. Yeah, um, yeah They have some. They have some exciting players that I'd love to have at Brighton. But obviously, we just can't. We don't have the. We and, don't have the facilities for that. A lot, as well. of, a, lot of Villa, a lot of Villa fans mm. as well. They've they've been raving about Conta. I've, I've Conta, seen a lot yeah. of yeah, yeah. A lot he's a, he looks good. Saying that he's apparently he's a really so, I haven't actually seen much of him, but they're saying he's a really solid solid centre half. He'll be so, better than Mings. I mean, down the I spine like of the team. Yeah, they're saying they do admit he's better than Mings now. Yeah, because we've done a post and, of Mings and, getting turned inside out. And we forget out. they got Emmy Martinez, who's who's a very solid keeper as well. Yeah, he's he's been class this season. Apart um, from against West Ham, did you not see Lingard's yeah, goals? He, yeah, they literally straight out of parried him. Those that was so out of character for him. Yeah. Oh, and um, also, yeah, actually, I, I, they do sorry, have a very ben, good team. And I'll, just, just quickly, sorry, before on. I forget, sorry. Um, I just wanted to make a point about because you, you made a point, Ben, about how Villa play all of their players like a lot, like in terms of consistent with their starting lineups, and that made me think about Lewis Dunk. Now, we've pretty much Dunkey. I think he's played, and correct me if I'm wrong. I think he's pretty much played every cup game and every league game that's I think yeah, so I think far. Right. I think he's like the only one who's played that every game. My question to mm. you both is: Is that a bit not worrying, but like? Are you worried that he might get a bit of a burnout in terms of playing all these games? Because I think, yeah, like I said, he's one of the only players that's played like every game. Do you think he maybe should have been rested for the cup games and keep, keep him fresh? Because he's essentially our best defender and one of our best players in the squad. So if we lost him, that would be huge. Do you think that was something we should consider or do you reckon just keep playing him until... It might, <laughs> might bounce back in the arse. I think maybe if we rested him against Blackpool, that might make sense. Because mm. if you're looking at our fixtures now, when you can't really point out and say, there's a game where we can rest him, like... Realistically and ideally, you'd want him to play for the rest of the season because it's all Premier League games now, isn't it? So he doesn't really have any opportunities unless he gets injured to miss a game. So maybe we have missed the boat. But I don't know if it's similar, easy to compare players. But we know Ben White played every minute for Leeds last season. It does happen. Like some players do play every minute of every game for their club. So maybe Dunk is that player that can get away of doing it for Mm. the season. I don't know. What do you reckon, Ryan? Yeah, I think, you know, he's the captain. So, you know, you'd want your captain playing as many games as he can. And obviously, Dunk's in probably what would be almost the peak of his career. He would be, you know, the point where he should be playing his best years. Um, so I think he would think he's he's at his probably his fittest. He's probably thinking he can just play any game. If he's not having a problem with it, then I, I don't see him being dropped. And I, I just think, as I say, he's the captain. So he's the one that you'd want first man on the team sheet if you can He's been our best player this season again, pretty much. Um, Even Potter said, there. didn't he? Potter said in his interview a couple of day, a couple of games ago, he was like, like Lewis Dunk is our best player. I think it was after the block he made against Fulham. 
And oh, yeah, Potter came out that. straight away and just went, yeah, like he's like Lewis Doug, he's our best player. Yeah. The whole squad he's knows so, that. He's so gifted. It's ridiculous. Like, he's got yeah. so many qualities. And actually, that's what I was going to mention from yesterday because I know I don't shut up about it. The chesting. But his chesting <laughs> against Leicester <laughs> no, was different no, you're, class. You're battery, Ryan, you're battery, you're battery, different class. No, you're, there's, there's no I'm telling you, I put a tweet out as well. <laughs> no, I said, yeah. His chest was just different. No, I, I believe you. I Unbelievable. Believe Unbelievable. You. Yeah. Proper footballer. And his, his head his head is back to the goalkeeper as well. Just top, top, top class centre half. Honestly. No, I saw him do those chests, Ryan. I thought of you straight away. I was like, yeah. Ryan's going to be so Rex. He did it, chest I think he did it three or four balls in a row. Literally. Just kept going. Oh, chest that one down. Kick that one out. Oh, chest it down. Mm. Kick. I just... It was a ball <laughs> over the top to Vardy, you're thinking, oh, here we go. And then, yeah, yeah just chest it off. Don't worry about that, boys. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. And actually, I mean. I'm, actually, I'm actually going to sort of uh, prove myself wrong here, actually. I've just looked at the um, amount of games each player's played this season. And actually, Dunkey ranks uh, amongst like five or six players who, uh, who've played nearly uh, every game. So, Web Adam Webster actually played two more games than Dunkey. And so is Ben <laughs> White. So, yeah, apparently, according to, according to Flash Score, which is... Usually quite reliable. Oh, well, cool. Well, yeah. Dunk got Dunk got suspended, didn't he? he oh, of course, of course, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't that, know if that... he missed just one game or any or three. I can't remember. Did he miss red, more than one? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. After the Palace, at some point. Yeah, was it only one game or was it three though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chopped up. Yeah, it was straight red. <laughs> yeah, it was a straight yeah, red. It was it. a straight red. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um Yeah. So I actually got. Yeah, go, going against my own sort of yeah, my own uh, my own point. Yeah, he's one of sort of three or four players that have played yeah near on sort of every game they they're mm. available. But yeah, I think yeah, I think you both make a really good point. Like especially Ryan as well with the whole you know he's our captain. He should be playing. He should be the first team you know first player on the team sheet, which is which makes sense. Uh, my only concern is mm. like, I don't want to see him you sort of you know getting leggy and then just burning out and not international you know, break. So yeah, if he doesn't get picked, yeah. which he probably won't get picked, he'll, well, we all know he doesn't get picked, so he'll have he some time picked. to rest then. So we'll, yeah. we won't have to worry about him getting picked because Southgate picked. is an absolute yeah. nose. I'm over that now so much. So I'm just like, every yeah, single done. time I see their lineups, I'm just like, and I see the Gomez, Maguire, Stones, and I'm just like, I'm going to bash my head against the wall. And it's just like, <laughs> oh my God, what does this man have to do to get in that team? It's just, yeah. honestly, I don't. He could probably he could probably go the whole season without conceding a goal and he'd still not be picked for England. Like, he's... <laughs> I don't get what yeah, Southgate's agenda is. It's weird. It's really weird. And I'd love to see if he Thing keeps is, up this I... consistency if Lamptey gets good as well. Like, it would just be... Yeah. If he can not pick Lamptey like, when he gets good because Trent's been right off it recently. So, mm. it would be very, very weird if he still doesn't pick some of our players just because they play for us. Think it thing is, this is going to sound controversial, and I think we've mentioned it before, but I genuinely think on, on their day, like the, the form they're all in, our back five, uh, barring, obviously, Burton, obviously, so March, so put March in there, I think they could all play for England. You, you look at March, yeah, you look could. at Ben White, Lewis Dunk, no, I Webster, think that. Um, and uh, Lamptey. Like, there's no reason why our back five would not be, you know, would not get into that England team at some point if they carry on the form they're in. Um, and yeah. they're all at the top of their game. I don't see any reason why not. But uh, in out of those five, maybe one could pinch it with 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 Southgate under uh, on the helm. Um, yeah, it won't. They won't pick it them. But Did you, you see know. about yeah. Bobby Sanchez as well? Uh, maybe being called up. Yeah, to oh, Spain yeah, or England. Good to talk about. Um, mm. Yeah, so either getting called up to Spain or England. Apparently, it's down to him. He's Spanish-born. Um, but I think mm. he's been here for seven plus years, so he's allowed to qualify for England. If that's yeah, right, he joined sure. here when he was fifteen. Yeah, yeah, joined here when he was fifteen. I mean, I don't know. Let's let, this will be an interesting question. If you, let's say, Ron, if you moved to Spain when you were fifteen, oh, this is easy. I know what you're going to say, and it's easy. Go would on, you pick? I'm, would you pick Spain or England? England, like because you know, you know, England. You've been in. Yeah, yeah. you've lived in England for fifteen years. I would, yeah, I would pick England yeah. because it's my country. But yeah. yeah, if if I didn't have the option, because let's face it, he probably won't. He'd probably just go Spain because that's well, sorry. He'll probably just go England if he had to. That's what yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. If he if he had to think, go, yeah, to I one, think he's he would have to do it. Be like Alzate to Colombia. Both both countries are probably looking at. I don't know. I might be talking about us because David De Gea has been a bit iffy, isn't it? I don't think he ever really. I know maybe he does no fled, so ignore that. But I think both teams could, both nations could argue that they probably do need another option. I know Southgate yeah. loves playing Pickford still, even though we've got like Nick Pope and Henderson. Would would he have more chance of getting in that Spain that Spain team? I mean, there's only De Gea. David De Gea is awful. That's it. Yeah. It's oh, yeah, only and him, De Gea and Kepper. That's it. So 
Yeah. That's yeah. He probably will pick Spain. He's got a long way to go, though, I think, but Sanchez. Although I think he's a good goalkeeper. He's not ready yet, I wouldn't say. But he, I think he's, he would get there. He just needs to iron out his... Um, I think his biggest problem is his parrying. And once he sort of irons that out a yeah. bit, because he just pushes it straight back out into danger, and that's a real big problem. But I think, you know, you've got one of the best in Ben Roberts to teach you to stop doing that. Um, and if, if your biggest problem is parrying, I'm not being funny, he'll sort that out. And I'm, he's only 23. Yeah. So he's got a long way to do it, go as a goalie. I mean, goalies normally go to the, like 35, 36, 37. So, yeah, he's got a long career ahead of him. Yeah. So he doesn't even need to I, I, about I, that. I, on that on- on that question, Ben, for me, I feel like I'm I'm quite well placed to to, to answer it just simply because yeah, I'm, yeah. So I'm I so my parents are Iranian, uh, but I've got I got a Swedish passport. So if, if I was a footballer, I, I'm eligible for both Iran and Sweden. Hey. But in that case, so for me Swedish personally, uh, I was born there. I was born there. Lived there till I was oh. six. I was going to say, I thought you were giving it or something. <laughs> no, no, yeah, <laughs> give you it go, a... man. Here you go, mate. Yeah, man. Um, and uh, yeah, both my parents are Iranian. Lucky so, dip. For for me, this is like the per- this is like the yeah the this is exactly the same sort of situation. So for me personally, the way I look at it, this is just my personal stance. Is like I'd go for my sort of my blood my blood like relations. So like my parents, they're both Iran- like fully Iranian, born there, you know, lived there, whatever. Um, so I'd pick Iran simply because of that. Like I feel like I've got more of an affinity to them because of my bloodline. With that within that sense, yeah. however. In saying that, I've lived in England my whole life, um, so obviously then I've got a, I've got affinity to England. But then I was born in Sweden, so I've got like these. So you've got all these sort of different kind of mixed yeah, messages, you know, yeah, mixed messages. So you're not like a bit like confused. So I mean, if I was him, just simply because of the you know the uh, how bad Spain's goalkeepers are at the moment, I'd definitely go for them. And to be fair, the outfield players on the whole are better than England I'd yeah. argue um, plus he's and born in Spain lived in Spain so I think he'd probably yeah. choose that exactly. if exactly. he had to um, yeah if you can relate to, to people in people listening from the UK if you can relate he's lived he lived in Spain until he was like in year 11 year 10 yeah so that's like, a long that's time quite time. a lot of your yeah. life yeah so then 100%. to then suddenly ditch that and go to a foreign country so I'd be surprised if he picks England I'd be happy if he does but I'll also be yeah, it's basically I his be whole childhood isn't it his whole childhood. Yeah, spent. exactly. So yeah. he's gonna want to be. And, and also, yeah, when wherever your childhood's been, you've got you've got such a big sort of affinity to that. Like the good, me- well, oh, hopefully he had good memories as, in his mm. childhood, and you're just gonna think mm. of that, aren't you? When like making that kind of big decision, you're gonna be like, well, I had a great time there. Why would I not sort of want to? I'm pretty sure I'd be eligible that, so. to yeah. play for um, Burma though. So if the Myanmar, oh, Myanmar right? national team wasn't completely terrible, I think they're ranked 160th <laughs> in the world. But you know, I might just get my uh, shin pads out and go up there and have a look. Mate, because... Ryan, definitely, definitely go play for them. I think I'd be class. Do you know you what? Could probably I'll probably be their be manager, better. mate. Just be yeah, like, I'll look, probably I've got be you boys to hundredth in the world rankings and football manager. <laughs> there you go. It probably wouldn't be hard to get into that team because they're probably like so bad. Like if they're ranked one hundred and sixty mm. something, and like my, half my family are like Burmese, so I could probably just do it. You know, why not? Yeah, so, I used to think. Mate, I used to think this when I was younger. Well, when Sorry. I was younger, this is a really stupid thought. But bear in mind, okay. I was young. I used to think, I used to think, oh, I might just like try and get an Andorra, like a passport for Andorra, and just try and play for the national team. Just, just... <laughs> no, this is when I was younger, because I was just like, it would just be so easy to get in their team. Like, a bunch of like, I was, I was just mouth now. God knows what they are. Yeah, and Ben, and Ben, yeah. when you say when you say when you were younger, was that like a couple of days ago? A couple or... of years ago, yeah. A couple yeah. Of years ago. <laughs> no, I, just, I genuinely did just think like. I always know a really random fact about Andorra as well. I think it was just because we played them in England so much. It was like you could fit the whole country of Andorra in Old Trafford and then still have some room left over. Myanmar, um, oh wait, they're in the World Cup qualifiers. Um, Oh, Andorra three back to back. Myanmar, no, uh, Burma. Oh, So um, they've got, I can't say some of these names, I can't lie, but Japan... Japan are top. Can you imagine on their like official style. website, Ryan, it's saying we're hiring. Yeah. <laughs> Sign up for the national team here. Yeah. Anyone with a passport? <laughs> Anyone yeah. with a passport? Trials are open. Just, just, just you know, put your name in the we're hat. We're giving away free passports. <laughs> now they, I reckon they do bingo and just pull names out of a hat. <laughs> right, we got uh, we got Jimmy playing this week. <laughs> like national oh, service. Yeah. Yeah. Let's have a look at their team. Yeah. Is, oh, do anyone got, play yeah, professional? Like, is it all semi-pro? I don't even know to be honest. Like. Mm. Uh, I mean, I can't tell you. Yeah, I, I can't say I know any of their players, to be honest. Yeah, don't uh, don't blame um, me, mate. On this weird subject, because in this weird area that we're in, are we going to touch <laughs> on the uh, the whole uh, 
the whole uh, Saliba gate. The ah. whole Saliba gate. Uh, oh, can we, we not? Can? Just for the cringe well, factor. We can, we, can, we, can, we can tread round it carefully. Yeah. For the fact I don't feel sick. But, yeah, all right. Basically, shall I sign up just in a nice sort of PG, yeah, yeah, in yeah. a PG way? Basically, PG. what happened yeah. was there was a an illicit video uh, that was released on social media of um, yeah a certain sexual act which we won't go into. But it was our it was actually a player that he, at the time he wasn't with us, was he? Um, but no. he is now signed for us, and it's Ul- Ulrich Ella. Is it? Is that, am I saying that yeah, right? It's Ella guy. Say, yeah, Ella. Striker, Surname's is Ella. Yeah, exactly. and basically he was caught on camera. Yeah, doing a sexual act with uh, Arsenal's Saliba. Uh, and yeah, and that basically did the And loads of other players league. around him in the locker room. Now, the weird, yeah. obviously, a few weird things here. One, him fully naked doing the sexual acts. But yeah. two, the fact that all the players are hanging around in the locker room with him. Saliba filming him is weird. And then yeah. also just like his mates in the tracksuits, French national tracksuits sitting next to him. Just like minding their own business as if it's yeah, normal. It so was, like, it was very. I mean, it's a very bizarre video. It is bizarre. Uh, it is very, very bizarre. strange. And obviously, like and the club's official lawyers have got involved and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, because so I, I think, think he was underage. He was yeah. underage. I think. I think he was under sixteen when it was recorded potentially. So whoever then kept that video of Saliba. So someone's someone screen recorded Saliba Snapchat from mm. a few years ago, or whatever. And the fact that he was now underage, and they probably held onto it to release it when he's kind of in the press and he was in the press so like he called out Arteta yeah he? he was like saying he hasn't gave me a chance an hour later the video's released so I reckon yeah. someone was definitely holding on to it thinking right well let's just wait until his name's around in the press again and then yeah. we'll, we'll get it and so, people, no, say, they, really people were saying it was like Arteta who leaked it <laughs> Yeah, anyway, to change this subject, yeah, I found uh, Burma on the national rankings and they are 137th, right? The national so, wankings, sorry, Anna. Oh. 137th, right? So that's around Latvia, Tanzania, Tanzania, sorry, um, Chinese Taipei, no idea who that is, yeah, Ch- Burundi, Chinese Taipei, yeah. Taipei, okay. Um, yeah. Basically, a load of countries that you wouldn't even think play football are around yeah. Burma. So I've got to fancy my chances here. I've got to get my studs out and go and apply because I'm not being funny. Mate, 100%. I could be a professional footballer Please, in Burma yeah. right now. That actually Mate, would be so involved. fun. They're, All I'm they're saying a bit higher than you... San Marino. <laughs> Honestly, they're higher think, than San Marino. Wow. Yeah. You know. You yeah, know. You know. We talk about. You know. We talk about the one percent that don't make it. I think you've got ninety nine percent. I generally oh, think you've got ninety nine percent of making it's it to the, to the Burma, Burmese <laughs> national team. I think you should get your boots on and send in send in the video of you like just having a kickabout in the garden and yes. see what happens. Put a few top bins. And to send you. it off to him as an application. Yeah. <laughs> just be like, I can play up front. Right. Listen, Mister. <laughs> Listen, Mr. Me- Mr. Myanmar, oh, Burma, please, can you just let me in your team just for a band? Just send them the F2 video montage and just edit your face on Jess <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, face track <laughs> your, like face, your face. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the best thing to ever happen to Burma. <laughs> yeah, that'd be true. Imagine that. They think right, I'm Billy boys, Wingrove I'm... or Jeremy Lynch. Oh, my God. And then I get there and then it's <laughs> absolutely disappointing. They probably release me. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> Right, so, boys. It's been it's been a very weird uh, episode, but a very pleasure uh, pleasurable. Is that even a word? I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it. Was it was Varela. Yeah. Anyway, swiftly moving on. Um, right, thanks for yeah, coming. Yeah. Thanks. For, <laughs> thanks for watching. Um, <laughs> We've got to chop course, this out. Uh, if you're I watching, we've got to yeah. Chop if you're watching, if you're watching. If you're watching on uh, yeah YouTube, please do like, comment, and subscribe. Of course, it does mean a lot to us. Um, and please keep streaming it on Apple and Spotify. Um, and again, that does really, really help us. And we will be back. Ryan, what oh. should they comment in the YouTube comments oh, yeah. if they got this far? Yeah, yeah. If you got they this should, far, go they on, should comment up the Burma. That's what they should comment. Yeah, yeah up the Burma. I love that. Up the Burma. Up the Burma. I like that. <laughs> Get yeah, up the Burma. Find the flag. The, the emo- is, the, is the flag in the wait, emojis? Got, there is, is. There is. There is. is there is. Yeah. Oh. Ryan's what? left the, the right, studio of his bedroom studio. to go and fetch something. <laughs> um, it's definitely not going to be worth it. I can sense it now. <laughs> yeah. We're approaching an hour, up. I think. All this build up and it's going to be dead. Burmese national oh, shirt. Oh, hello. Oh, Ooh, there we go. It looks that like a rugby shirt. top. It does look like a rugby top. <laughs> it, it does a bit, to be fair. But yeah, that's it. It's quite fresh, to be that fair. That is the Burmese... Uh, oh, wait, isn't that Myanmar? Wait, I'm so confused. Is Myanmar... I'm more confused. Is Myanmar and Burma the same place? Yeah, got renamed in 2010, I think it was, or something like that. Ah, um, right, right. right. I thought it was two, I thought it was two separate countries. I was just like, what's going on here? No, right, same country, but it's called Burma, really. So, yeah. Right, same, same, but different, different. 
Burmese. We're actually gonna we're doing a giveaway, so Ryan's giving this away. I'm not giving that away. I don't even know where I got it from, to be honest. Yeah, comment comment down below up the Burma if you've made it this far. Up the Burma and seen us ramble on for the last 15 minutes about nothing to do with Brighton. So we appreciate you sticking around. We appreciate you sticking around, and of course we will be back for after the Villa game. Yeah, see you then. Peace, peace, peace. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.